I don't know about you, but I believe in work, hard work, which is why I believe in Pilcher, Shea Pilcher, the twice diplomaed Auburn mechanical engineering grad, current research engineer, and founder and CEO of Archangel Defense, who's racing to change the world faster than the speed demons she sprang from. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Well, hello, podcast listeners, loyal listeners to the best podcast in all of higher education, despite the, uh, you know, the the horrific openings sometimes and intros. <laughs> it's still a good, once you hit the meat, uh, it's still good. Uh, that would be the award-winning hashtag getting we're talking about, brought to you by the Auburn University Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. I work for that place. Jeremy Henderson is who I am. Green eggs and ham. And uh, we got Austin Phillips over here. He's the director of the aforementioned office. We got John. John, I forgot to introduce you last time. I he forgot a lot for of that. things last time. What he, do you he mean? Forgot, you forgot to introduce the guest. You forgot to introduce John. Let's make up for it. <laughs> Johnny John Sluice is uh, is over here on the uh, the board. What do we call that thing? What we, what is the the unit? What is that thing? What do we call it? The old clicker. The clicker. <laughs> and uh, today, and we are going to introduce the guest this time because it's a very special guest. Really good. Yeah, one. yeah. One whom uh, a lot of contributions to the college over the last few years. Uh, currently a research engineer, mechanical engineering. Ever heard of it? Uh, you know what? Joe told me it's no longer the largest department. It's not. It's not. Are you just finding this out? Uh, I think I've, well, I'm just now accepting it. Yep. So there's, you know, we were the largest college as well. Right. Uh, and business has taken us over because anybody can get an MBA. Sure. Not anybody sure. can, not everybody can get an engineering degree. Sure. So they've just passed us in then uh, computer science and software engineering with our, um, especially with our online program. Mm, that's uh, now what, uh, that's, that's, that's where it. the numbers are. That's yeah. what yeah. did. But yeah, I mean, mechanic, I would say mechanical's probably been the largest since they overtook civil just in terms of history. Sure. Uh, of who was first. Sure. So, yeah. So computer science, Largest armchair engineer <laughs> department. I got you. Well, for, Shay, for I mean, this episode, well, mechanic because mechanical. That's where you get your hands dirty. You it know is. What I mean, that's where you pick up the wrenches. That's where you. you, you our, our guest solder. definitely has done that. Exactly. So let's talk about this. So Shay, and then also, what year did you graduate? I graduated, so I have two degrees from Auburn. I have my undergraduate, which I graduated in twenty one. Twenty one, and then my master's was the following year in twenty two. Sheesh. So. Man, you were accomplished. Getting you, it done. Are you going for the PhD? I don't think you could pay me enough. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I love Auburn, but I'm very much like you said. I, I like to get down and work, and yeah. I I certainly love to do. I'm inquisitive. I, I like to do the research side of things, but sure. I I want to do that on my own terms. I yeah. think, which is kind of where the the company comes in. Yeah, that's what I did with engineering. <laughs> I just I didn't you know I could have you know they offered me a scholarship. I said no, I want it my own terms. 
So um, no, it didn't happen. By the way, I was just, <laughs> I was just looking. I was just making sure Shade knew. Uh, well, we got we got to talk about a bunch of things. You first uh, came to my particular attention with the uh, the Gary Godfrey yep, same, uh, project. Um, you seem to be a a key cog in that fine oiled machine, uh, well oiled. Um, so we got to talk about that. We got to talk about Archangel. Right. I mean, my gosh, we got news. We got news articles getting written Big. about us. But let's start at the beginning of the okay. shape, of, and then also you're kind of a legend around because we got two race guys. Uh, we got two. <laughs> we got two big race fans in the office. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I played some RC Pro Am, some Mario Kart, uh, but uh, you know, Austin and Joe, uh, they know because uh, you're connected with someone in the racing industry, correct? Um, so my fam- there, there's something my family we do racing. So my dad and my grandfather and my my grandmother actually my dad's mom. Um, there's actually a funny story about this. So they're all race car drivers. They they were. My dad's still the only one currently active. Um, my grandmother, his mom, is the only one to have won a national trophy. So the lady runs your the grandmother house. won a national racing. trophy. She won an NHRA race. She Whoa. has a Wally. Okay. She does. See? You see what I'm talking uh-huh. about? He just yeah. lit up like a Christmas tree. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, am I, Is uh, she Shirley Muldowney? <laughs> <laughs> what if she was? I know. Like, hey, I don't even know who that is, hey, but it I sounds had the impressive. Commodore, I had the Commodore 64 Shirley Muldowney uh, NHRA game. Yeah. Wow, this is a whole new world for me. Yeah. See, I don't, again, I don't, I don't, but... That's a big deal, but in there is a big deal. That's a big deal. I was waiting for us to, to find out what type of racing. So, yeah, yeah. so, so we do drag racing. Uh-huh. So it's just the straight track, two cars, yep. whoever gets their yep. first wins. Um, and they've been doing that. They've had the shop open, so the shop they work on engines. Um, they, you know, it's just the engine blocks. They used to work on cars themselves, but they found more pleasure in pulling the engines out, doing things to them. They like to soup them up, you know, make them more powerful. And um, so they've been doing that since I believe 1973. So what, what kind of car? Is it funny car? Or? Um, it's uh, he, my dad drives a Pro Nitrous. Okay, so that's what he does. But they've they've done all kinds of stuff, um, just bracket racing back in the day, five o six o cars. But dad does Pro Nitrous now. That's what he does. Awesome, awesome. Pro Nitrous. Is that like a dental thing? Hey, that's what. Whenever I go to when <laughs> I, I go to Auburn to Dental Spa, that's what yeah. I am. I'm Pro Nitrous. Give me the Pro Nitrous, please. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, yeah, well, that's a uh, fascinating part of the backstory. Yeah, so let's man. talk, but let's, okay, so you come from this great, you know, racing legend, you know, these, these, uh, this family, uh, Auburn Engineering. Let, let's, let's get, well, where are you from originally? So I'm originally from Enterprise, Alabama. Oh, so yeah. it's around oh, the, yeah, the, the bug statue for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it's always funny when people ask me, like, oh my gosh, is that the town? Yes, absolutely. I used to work at a, a restaurant downtown and I could see out the window people would go and take pictures with it. And it just, it's weird when you're from there seeing it. <laughs> but um, it's it's the only one in the world, to my knowledge, we hold a Guinness World Record for it that. It is. It is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but a very important part of our state's history. So. Yes. That yes. is why we grow peanuts in That's the South. That's right. Well known so. idolatry down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worshipping the bug. No, I you know I I always thought it was bigger. You know what I mean? Like growing up, hearing about the statue, I always thought it was like a you know because I mean it's it's you know it's yeah. a statue and everything. But I always just thought I thought it was you like were this I thought you were talking towering. about the bug for a minute. And I'm like, no, Jeremy, well, it's no, a bug weevil. That's what I meant. The the weevil. That's what I meant. I thought the statue. Yeah, was but I thought oh, when you, you meant first, the actual. I, the actual I was like, no, it's not enormous, Jeremy. <laughs> I, th- I thought armadillos <laughs> were bull weevils for the longest time. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, how'd Auburn get on the? The radar. So when I was coming up trying to decide where I wanted to go to school, obviously.
obviously I always had a big interest in mechanical things, spending time with dad in the shop. I, I grew up on Legos. I have two sisters, older and younger. They were pageant queens. I didn't want anything to do with it. Mm. I wanted to build stuff. Mm. And so I spent a lot of time around dad. And I later found out he actually came to Auburn for mechanical engineering. Um, he did not get to finish, though. He had to leave. He was here until 1988. And in December, my papa, his dad, got into a really bad accident from racing. He almost lost his legs. Oh, gosh. So he had to go home and help run the business. And by the time, you know, things were up and he could come back to school, the money just wasn't there. And, and he was, um, you know, seeing my mom, obviously, at the time. So That'll do it. his priorities changed. <laughs> sure. And so I decided that I kind of wanted to follow in the family because it's the Auburn family. Yeah. And come here and, and do mechanical engineering like he did. And... uh we we finished it finally. So oh, that's, that's awesome. What a story. That is so, great. Did the sisters go to school anywhere? So my oldest sister is finishing up her nurse practitioners um, stuff. She lives in Virginia. She went to Troy. Okay. And then my youngest sister has. Uh, she's an associate's in uh, business accounting, and she got that at the little junior college. So my dad likes to say he's got all his bases covered. If he he's does. sick, he's got a nurse. If he needs something fixed, he's got an engineer. There and he you got go. one to handle the money as well. <laughs> I love so. it. I love it. I love it. Well, so let's uh, let's talk about. I guess can we can we go into the you know the, 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 your senior project, right? The uh, I mean the, the you know the the bike the for Gary Godfrey. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So that was actually I was volunteering for that. Well, uh, still you were part of it. <laughs> <yeah>. now. Well, <laughs> so, here you may say volunteering, but when I was going down there, Shay was always oh, in yeah. the land no. and or coming there even when I was late to a photo shoot, and that was a horrible. You know, day. And, well, and and with this project, um, you know, there's a hard dead, deadline. There, it, there was. It's, it's Bo Bikes Bama. The bike has to be ready for the event. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, I witnessed the same thing of, it seemed like you were definitely keeping things in order and keeping things on task. Yes. Um, it was certainly a very passionate project for everybody that was involved. Um, myself and, and Sean O'Connor, who were kind of like the, the main, I guess you could say teaching assistants or technical advisors that were helping out. We obviously had a lot of volunteers on that project, but I mean, the kids were there late into the night, early into the morning and they're. I've said it before, I think, in front of the council. There wasn't anything we wouldn't do to make sure that project wasn't done. And so it it wasn't, like, mind-numbing work. It was we wanted to be there. And that was one of those projects that I'm very happy to have been a part of because that's something you take away things from that that other stuff in school can't teach you. And that's just how to believe in something and how to, to feel like you're contributing to something that means more. And that's that's something I've found is very common at Auburn, those types of projects. Well, so. and we, we've had uh, Carol and Gary on the podcast, <laughs> uh, really good friends. And we've talked about this of, you know, Carol and Gary are, when I say philanthropic, I'm not just talking about the money, uh, giving money back of they've invested who they are, mm -hmm. their time into this college, into doing everything they can to help. Uh, make sure that students have the same opportunity that they had, if not more. Mm -hmm. um, and for you all as students who they've been giving to for all these years to invest in, and then here y'all are investing back in our alumni, you know, for us sitting on the outside, but being Auburn graduates, you know, I mean, it, it about brings a tear to the eye and makes mm -hmm. the hair on my arm stand up every time because it is everything this university is about. When we talk about you're now part of the Auburn family. This is 100% the definition of what we talk about. And it's just so awe-inspiring 
to watch you all, students, volunteers, working on a project that there's not enough pictures, there's not enough video, there's not enough smiles to replicate the joy that I saw on Gary's face, especially that first go around of exactly what he wanted to feel, the wind back in his face again. Um, And to know Gary before uh, this diagnosis, diagnosis and to, you know, just see the the hulking person that he is and how athletic and outdoors and just uh, f- to see him experience this again, you know, kudos to y'all. Um, and I, I know you've probably heard it from Carol and Gary a hundred times uh, of how um, appreciative they are, but uh, the Auburn family thanks you for, for being a part of that project. I mean, that's, that's what engineers do. That's the one thing I've always um, heard, you know, when we first came here is the, you know, the creed, they pull out lines that everybody resonates with and everybody likes to throw, I believe, in work, hard work when they talk about engineers. And there, there's certainly a massive component to engineering is hard work. But for me, the one that I love the most is I believe in the human touch, because at the end of the day, what engineers do is they solve the world's hardest problems. And our, our job is to literally wake up every day and solve problems, challenges to make other people's lives better. You know, that's engineering. And this is Auburn, so that's Auburn Engineering. Well, hey, so. we got to launch into that because I mean, volunteerism is great and everything, but we got a business we're uh, we're working on here oh, at the same yeah. time. <laughs> but it's also solving some hardcore problems. The well, backstory well, you had. This, this is two episodes in a row. Too. I mean, we we have it all the time. Sure. Uh, but we had Ashley Gann on, you know, and that's the first message Ashley's talking about is just, you know, as an Auburn engineer, you're taught to solve problems, uh, and to see the way we're solving problems is just inspiring. Yeah. Well, the, you know, the, the backstory, uh, there was a, an article written by you. Uh, it wasn't, I mean, obviously it wasn't that great. It went out of our office, <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, but at the same time, the story behind the, your, your company, your, yeah, your startup. Ward, Ward did a good job on it, but it, I mean. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, he only does, I mean, <laughs> when you compare some, you know, you're comparing. To Joe, you know. Sure, right. sure. But like you, you, the, the story behind Archangel. Um, yes. And that you. Uh, can can we talk a little bit about that? And then, uh, I mean, that was just such a, an amazing. You know, you were talking about chills and everything. I, mean, I remember reading that and getting yeah, teary eyed. Uh, how tell us how the, how that came about? Yeah, so um, I guess I can kind of retell it for Please those do. folks yeah, who haven't read it. Anything, but yeah. um, you know, I'd I'd come through a really rough patch. Um, I, I will admit I was not the best student <laughs> for a long time. Jeremy understands. That. Hey, <laughs> love you, sis. <laughs> but, um, but you know, and it, you get to those points where you know, like, do I want to do this anymore? Like, I, I'm not getting to do what I came to school that I wanted to do. And so I'd finished up that fall semester, and I'm I've I've always been on the fence. I can't remember if it was late that fall, like after Christmas, where I'd come back, or if it was that spring. I'm pretty sure it was that spring. And I just I had gone to the store to get a snack and not thinking much of it. And I was standing behind this mom and her son. And he was he was probably nine or 10 years old. You know, he's a little older, but he had a box of uh, the, the Legos, the Iron Man Legos. And I've I've loved Iron Man since I first saw the movies come out. Um, and I've, obviously I played with Legos growing up. So and she's telling him, you know, I'm not buying this. We're not buying that. And, you know, I don't blame her. They they are expensive. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that box alone. Probably uh, 50 bucks or something. Uh, well, I wish. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, and so it just kind of, it pulled at me a little bit. And I was like, look, I'm, I'm a student here at Auburn. I'm, I'm in engineering and I, I love Iron Man and I grew up on, on Legos and stuff. Would you mind if I bought it for him? I, I have no problem doing that. 
And we, we kind of went back and forth a little bit. And, and eventually she's like, all right, fine. And he's like, tell this nice lady, thank you. And so I bought it for him. And and we were walking out. And as we, we kind of parted ways, she turned back to me one more time. And she's like, hey, I just feel like I need to share with you why he likes Iron Man so much. And when he was a baby, like when first born, um, his father never made it back home from overseas. And so when he finally got old enough for them to explain, you know, here's what happened to dad, he said, well, maybe if daddy had had an Iron Man suit, he could have fought the bad guys. And the amount of, oh my gosh, why am I upset about, you know, failing one class when here's somebody that's grown up without a dad? Um, and so I went home and just cried my eyes out over and over again. And uh, I actually saw something. This is a, the part of the story I didn't tell. You know, I'm sitting at the foot of my bed, and the way my room was laid up, my, my dresser was right there next to my bed. And I was sitting at the foot of my bed just crying about it. And I look over, and I saw something I hadn't seen since Camp War Eagle. They handed these out to everybody, and I keep one in my wallet. Um, but um, the, the first line of it is, I, you know, this is, I believe this is a practical world. So it's the copy of the creed. And ever since that moment, I've kept that in my wallet and I carry it with me. And it kind of just, that was kind of the caveat, I think, for everything that I wanted to do. And I remember sitting there going, you know, yeah, I've, I want to do this. This I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to straighten up. I'm going to get my, my act together with school. But man, I don't even, you know, is there a lab I could work in like where I could get some experience? And one week into classes, Dr. Jordan Roberts walked up to me and said, hey, you said you know a little bit about machining, don't you? And that's the beginning of of everything. So he offered me that job in the DML, and I'd never looked back after that. And everything from that point has just been a stepping stone to where I am now, which is leaps and bounds ahead of what, if you'd have told me where I'd be today, I don't think I'd ever believe you. But um, it's certainly been a wild ride up until this point. So, so what is uh, Archangel Archangel Defense? So, Archangel Defense, is, we uh, design and manufacture advanced tactical equipment. We specifically want to work with the U.S. Special Forces because those are the folks that are in the heaviest situations yeah. where they've got to have some top tier stuff to get them out of all of the things that they get into. Um, and so, currently, right now, what we're working on at the core of everything is a new actuation method to help. Uh, improve exoskeleton designs. So a lot of companies are still using, you know, the hydraulics or the pneumatics, and those are great. They they do have some wonderful capabilities as far as strength output. But, you know, when you're in a, a high-intensity combat environment, it don't matter how strong you are if you're moving as slow as a turtle. Yep. So our focus is to improve the um, the speed at which these things can move because if you think about it, it has to go just as fast as your body's going. Otherwise, it's not being very helpful in those kinds of situations. So that is where we're at right now, improving the actuation methods. We're uh, working on a design of a lower body system. And we're, we're trying to kind of get away from the term exoskeleton, because if, if you Google that on the Internet, you'll get a lot of different things, all the way from stuff that's been built uh, by military companies to cicadas. A, 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 yeah, <laughs> that's what I was, you know, mm. uh, yeah, bugs. <laughs> so we, we call what we do a frame. It's kind of our brand that's what we want to to go forward with and the thing that we enjoy the most is we get to work with you know the individual so these are designed around the person specifically they're not mass produced i scan your body and build this exactly to you so if you have you know maybe your leg is half an inch shorter than somebody else's you're going to have something that's half an inch shorter it's it's just for you 
And so we want to make sure that they're operating at, at peak performance at all times with the best equipment that we can possibly give them. So. Jer, if this episode's not called Iron Woman, I'm shutting this whole thing down. <laughs> Iron okay. Woman. Okay. All right. All right. Iron Woman it is. Iron Woman. Well, yeah, that is uh I mean that's that's fantastic. Y'all y'all are working you're working out of the uh the, the at the research part, new venture the, accelerator the new venture accelerator yes nva yep is what i call it yes. um but uh so i mean how, as we call it the engineering annex sure exactly i mean pretty much <laughs> I, mean, I mean no joke i mean this, this is a phenomenal asset uh that auburn university has out at the research park uh you know it's really um originated through the harvard college of business but we have a ton of engineers who have, i mean i believe dr david's worked out there dr zabala's walked worked out there i mean we, we've yes. got a lot of professors um doing research have their own startups working out of there so it, that what a what a phenomenal asset for this university well you just won won an award correct yeah so i competed in uh, this past tiger cage competition Placed fourth out of, I think it was just over 20 teams initially that entered. It was my very first pitch competition ever. And I 100% would not have done that well had it not been for those folks that work over there. I mean, they have, and not only are they knowledgeable, but they're kind. They know that when you walk in, you, you don't know a whole lot. And they sit down and they're patient with you and they coach you through all of these things. You know, don't say this. Um, you know, make sure you include these graphs. Make sure you know how to answer these types of questions because those are the things you're going to experience out in a real world scenario. And so they've got quite an operation going on over there. And it's just very impressive. Yeah. No, it, it is. Uh, it is impressive. You're impressive. All these engineers, I swear. You know, it just it does. We talk about it all the time. I just get so depressed after these things, not because <laughs> of the stories, but it, it just with what you with what I've done with my see, life like if Jared saw that kid, he would have been like, "Get a job, kid," <laughs> you know. So that that's the difference, you know. Well, I probably would have been like, "Can I play too?" Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't. That would have been John, on. not yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. John, uh, you have some Legos in your pocket right now, don't you? You literally do. Do you not? No, no comment. He said, uh, "Well, yeah. I know you've said something. You got some Legos." Oh, he's that's a, he, this guy's yeah, a Lego. Legos man. are good things to have. I mean, yeah. we got a lab down there. No, 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 it's a lab that is commonly referred to as the Lego. Right. Lab. We use build, me. We use building blocks. Excuse me, building blocks. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Shay, I can't thank you enough yes. for your time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, from saving the world to <laughs> you know coming over here to to help out and help us out. And, uh, and, and yeah, what an inspiration you're talking about inspirations, but I mean, you're going to be an inspiration for, for others. Um, Robert and, Downey, uh, who, you yeah, know, <laughs> <give me laughs> a break. uh, so anyway, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you all. all the best and war Eagle, war Eagle, war Eagle. You're listening to the hashtag getting podcast brought to you by Auburn university, Samuel Ginn college of engineering. 